0: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Oxford, Sandy and Black Pig Group podcast. I'm your host, Andrew O'Shea. It's a very cold day here today in South Lincolnshire and you can hear my fire popping and crackling in the background. This week we'll be hearing from Kim Brook telling us about the boar and the importance it plays in our herd along with the reproduction process. But first, a couple of news items. This week on the OSB Pig Group we announced our Christmas competition Starting December 1st, there will be the opportunity to win a prize worth over £300, so please keep an eye on the group for the details of the competition and how to enter. Lastly there are only a few days left to complete the annual BPA survey for the USB. all entries must be completed by November the 25th, so if you have not got round to doing yours yet, please go ahead. Right, I shall hand over to Kim who will tell us about the bore.
1: What do we know about boars? We all keep and grow on gilts and sows and ask questions which is pertinent to them. So let's discuss the boars for a change. Some of us hire, keep and bring on boars for meat, but there is more to them than that. The reproductive physiology of boars is intriguing because their testicular morphology and secretion of testicular steroids are distinctively different from those in other species. The testicles of boars contain a higher percentage of intertitial tissue, and the volume of sperm is usually large 50 to 400 millilitres. Blood concentrations of estrogens in boars exceed those of oestrogens in the sow. The testicles produce 16 androstine steroids, the sexy hormone, which is a significant quantity of the musk smelling odours or pheromones. In the scrotum, testicle temperatures are several degrees lower than the internal body temperature owing to both its anatomical position and its integrated vascular plexus that cools the blood entering the testes. The scrotum, by altering its wall thickness and varying the proximity of the testes to the body cavity, serves as a critical role as elevated testicular temperature is determined to the production of viable sperm and fertility. Which brings me to the sperm production and hot weather. Sperm production occurs at 2 to 4 degrees Celsius below body temperature, which is 38.5 to 39.5 degrees Fahrenheit. However, as one third of the boar's testicles are inside the body, they are less effective at temperature regulation than other mammals with fully suspended scrotum. Heat stress-related boar infertility can last up to eight weeks following a period of hot weather, the testes operate as a production line with sperm at all stages of development being present at all times. If anything happens to the boar to damage the system, it can take up to eight weeks for normal, mature sperm to be produced. During insemination of the cells, semen is deposited through the cervix into the uterus. Sperm cells move through the uterus rapidly and enter the oviducts within 15 to 30 minutes after insemination. During puberty, testicular size increases at an accelerated rate. By the age of 17 weeks, determined on breed, formation of the blood testes carry are complete and the testicular size correlates with total daily sperm production, so for, for example, At 11 months 170 millilitres of sperm is produced with a total testicular weight of 606 grams. And what of courtship? The boar's testes secrete large quantities of their musk-smelling odours. These musk-smelling odours accumulate in the salivary gland of the jawbone and serve as pheromones when dispensed with the boar's saliva during courtship behaviour. At Females recognise these pheromones, resulting in enhanced sexual receptivity. It is worth noting at this point that it is the boar that has half of your herd, so needs to be a good example of the breed. He will influence the underline on his future progeny. Boars should have 14 teats ideally, same number each side, and evenly spaced. Six teats should be in front of the sheath three each side. Please do not breed from inferior boars as it will come back and haunt you and can ruin years of good breeding. What of boar taint? Accumulation of the sexy hormone 16 androstene, contributes to what many regards as unpleasant boar taint from sexually mature boars. Boars distinguish themselves with their high testicular production of androstines and Estrogens. Commercial breeds are susceptible to this. The rarer and traditional breeds do not need to be castrated as the process is slower. Generally, the amount of fat is less in intact boars, with castrated boars having the most fat. Intact males are raised because they are more efficient, less food per unit gain and leaner, than castrated males, so marketed weights are around 90 kilograms before boar taint appears. Among individual bulls, sperm production is as its maximum after the age of two years and relates directly to testicular size, but testicular size is confounded with breed and age. The primary reason for not accepting bulls into artificial insemination centres was poor sperm production, therefore with current expansion of AI by pig producers, testicular size becomes economically more significant. Factors that influence sperm production include social environment, light, nutrition and temperature. Social isolation, along with lack of auditory and olfactory stimuli, depresses sexual behaviour. But sperm production generally is not affected. The impact of light and nutrition on sperm production remains controversial. However, as long as extreme conditions are avoided, their effects appear minimal. Elevated temperature adversely affects sperm production and intervention by management to reduce its duration and intensity in order to maintain output of high-quality sperm. Balls normally produce 20 to 120 billion semen, and semen that contains the Y chromosome have slightly less DNA than those that contain the X chromosome. It is true to say that over the years we have had an emphasis on breeding gilts and making sure to keep an eye on our rare bloodlines and although we must be vigilant on our rare female lines, Clarissa, Duchess, and Sybil, we must be equally if not more vigilant on our only four boar lines, Alexander, Alistair, Jack and Clarence. With the help of the Oxford Sandy Black Pig group members, We have achieved excellent numbers of the breeding sows and it is evident on looking at the analysis from when this group started in July 2010 to date that the numbers have increased the British Pig Association registration of the breed and the recognition of the breed has increased significantly. However, we have become aware of a shortage of breeding boars. It is not ideal for our small breeders to keep boars due to not having enough sows or space and I would like to encourage those breeders to study their boars in their forthcoming litters. Boars are not for everyone and the ease of finding a suitable breeder to hire a boar is becoming challenging. In some counties, due to many now turning to keeping a close herd which is to be respected as biosecurity is paramount. We will also come across breeders who will hire boars but only to breeders with registered British Pig Association stock. Again, this is to be respected as to add to our pedigree ordered is paramount to the breed. Bloodline and the geographical spread of our breed, which in turn helps with the genetic diversity of the Oxford, Sandy and Black pig. We also need to be aware of the pedigree, for example, who, who has bred them. If purchasing, it is wise to travel to pick up a breeding boar to ensure that the compatibility of breeding with your sows. The way to ensure that the compatibility is suitable, please contact the Oxford Sandy Black Pig British Pig Association breed representative Jane Matthews with your sows, a full pedigree and the pedigree of the boar you wish to purchase or hire and she will advise you accordingly. Jane Matthews' contact details will be found on the British Pig Association website or contact one of our team on the Oxford Sandy Black Pig Group via our website on www.oxfordsandyblackpiggroup.org and we will point you in the right direction. We now have all four of our boar lines represented at Deer Park AI Centre, with an additional bloodline which was recently added in May 2019. This is fantastic news, but we must not be complacent as the British Pig Association would like to bring the number up to 10 and at the same time ensure that boars selected are good examples of the breed. Whilst representing the maximum amount of genetic diversity by selecting boars that are least related to those already in the tank and the national herd as a whole, we have already helped two of our members. So if you think you have a boar suitable, please let us know. Current boars at Deer Park are McNean Jack two two seven, date of birth the seventh of August two thousand nine, bred by Gavin Goodman. Bissit Down Alistair eleven date of birth the 18th of october 2009 bred by heather royal hope cottage clarence 337 date of birth the 2nd of march 2015 bred by jane matthews saint piers alexander 253 date of birth the 26th of august 2016 bred by andrea collins scrub ditch alexander 54 date of birth the 11th of August 2018, bred by Scrub Ditch Care Farm, Emma Costley White. Thank you, everyone, and keep up the good work. Remember, if you are not sure, contact one of our team, Andrew O'Shea, Michelle Anderson Carroll, Frances Payne, or myself, Kim Brooke, via our website, Oxford Sandy Black Pig or message us via our Facebook group, Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group. Thank you
0: thank you Kim for a very informative podcast well the weather's getting very cold now and there are lots of frosts starting to come so please ensure as a winter tip that you've got plenty of straw in your arcs to keep those pigs warm on those cold winter nights anyway until next time I've been Andrew O'Shea